Welcome to the Good Improv Show. Yes, and thank you for coming to us, no matter where you are in the world. We're happy to have you here for some sketch comedy, and it's going to be a blast. Yeah, super fun blast. We're going to make up some uh, sketches for you. We're going to improvise some things uh, based on words that were sent in through the Twitterverse and various other social media uh, things that we uh, have connections with. I don't know if you've heard about social media, but we, we were pretty we're pretty deep into it. So, uh, you know, give it a shot if you haven't tried it. And our words today are cloud. Dynamite. And nefarious. Now you guys know what's going to happen is we're going to make up some sketches for you and you're going to laugh, hopefully. And hey, thank you so much for sending those suggestions in because those all came from viewers just like you. And if you want to do that as well, just feel free and we'll make some fun with them. Okay. Do you remember when you tried to get honey with that balloon? I do remember when I tried to get honey with that balloon. I thought if I made a realistic looking paper mache beehive, that bees would flock to my home and start producing honey. But uh, it never happened. That hive kind of just sat in my room all summer looking sad. And I, I just want to reveal now that there were no bees in there. It was just me making a buzzing sound whenever you walked into the room. To avoid humiliation. Yeah, because I mean, every time you, you said something, the buzzing stopped. So I. Right. Well, it's hard to do the buzz and speak at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that honey that you served me from your beehive that you were bragging about? The... Mustard. My, yeah. It, it, it tasted, it tasted very strong. I was, I was suspicious. I figured honey and mustard go together sometimes, right? So <laughs> might have been able to get away with it. You remember when some awkward photos of you got uploaded to the cloud? I do remember when awkward photos of me got uploaded to the cloud. Um, but uh, you know what? I have a confession to make. I actually, I actually purposely leaked those. Um, nothing's really been going on in my life. And I figure all these celebrities have their leaked photos. So I figured, you know, if I leaked some photos, maybe, maybe, you know, something would happen. Maybe I'd get a, yeah, part in a movie or something. But um, sadly, no. Sadly, no. We cut to a talent agent. Uh, okay, so Mr. DeVoe, you're the one who's been sending us all these photos. The one who's just been bombarding us with these photos here. The one who's just nonstop been sending in these photographs to our agency here, me and my associate. I've been looking at them. And frankly, we've been confused. Mo most of the time when people send in photos to our talent agency they're sending headshots or perhaps like full body shots you know just to to illustrate what they look like maybe black and white pics maybe regular color photographs maybe something in nature or in a costume or something those are very typical photos would you would you agree with me on that one there jordan totally agree maybe they use black and white probably not sepia anymore but you know standard bust shot uh, regular type of photo i went a different way yeah admittedly yeah, it's just we, we very rarely see someone kind of pretending to be a centaur in many, many different situations. You know what? Uh, I, I really feel that's where my strong suit is. I mean, I you have movies occasionally where people are cast as centaurs, right? I mean, you have like Greek mythology movies. You have uh, Narnia movies, uh, Harry Potter movies. I can't think of any other movies offhand, but I'm sure there are other movies where you need centaurs. I'm your guy. I am the perfect to play a centaur. My uh, body from the mid up is perfect centaur body. 
And I, you know, I can play a centaur in a diverse range of movies, right? I mean, maybe like a modern uh, buddy cop movie. What if, what if it's, you know, what if it's somebody who was, uh, you know, the one cop, let, just let me pitch this for you. You know, the one cop, he doesn't like having partners. You know, his last partner died because he was thrown from a horse in a dressage competition. Okay. The horse went crazy, threw him off. Now he's partnered with a brand new detective, the first centaur detective on the force. Huh? They have to be partnered together. They have to solve the big crime. They have to find the drugs that are coming in from, from, from Cuba. That sounds like a great film, but if they make it, they're probably going to cast an already famous centaur. Look, a lot of centaur actors, they come into our, our agency here. They say, look at me. I'm already a real centaur. I got a leg up on the game. You come in here. You're just a human with an admittedly really centauri top. I'm not going to take that away from you. But your bottom is like pretty distinguishable as a human bottom, if I'm being honest. I have the mindset, right? I, I mean, I can, I can put myself in that role. And you know what? Not only centaurs, though. Not only centaurs. I, I can play uh, uh, satyrs, uh, uh, fawns, right? What about minotaur? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be real with you. Um, Minotaur, I can do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not incapable of doing it. Just that, you know, they'd also have to make all kinds of special considerations for you on set, you know? Normally, they're casting these big centaur actors, as my associate Jordan was saying there. So they have everything set up for a centaur cast, you know? And you want to be a human on set? So what are they going to need for you? Like toilets? And some sort of craft services that's not just apples and sugar cubes. Like, what are we talking here? I'm willing to work with whatever, you know, is given to me, right? I, I, I'm i willing to go to the bathroom outside where the centaurs go to the bathroom. I'm willing to eat centaur craft services. I really think if I was given a shot, I could really make a difference. Under special skills, you've listed horseback riding. How's that going to look? Your castmates see you out there riding a horse? Well, think about it. You know, like what if, what if in the movie, what if in the movie, okay, the centaur hurts his leg and he's like, I, I can't, I can't run normally. I'm used to running like a horse runs. And then a horse comes along and he, the centaur gets on the horse and rides the horse. So the horse becomes the centaur's legs because the centaur can't use his legs. Right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, like, like, uh, I, I, maybe the horse could be like the. It could be like a Turner and Hooch kind of thing, right? Where it's a centaur and a horse instead of a, a human and a dog. Good angle. I can't believe we've never thought about that. We've had a lot of centaur pictures. I'm surprised we never thought of that. You know, that's why. That's why you should hire me. I'm, I think outside the box. I think I could, I, you know, I, I have some big plans, you know? I, you know, I, I think I can really bring something to the performance in these movies. I, I want to get into producing eventually. You know, I have some lots of, a lot of big ideas. I, I think that you would be really passing up a great opportunity if you, if you just let me go. Jordan, what do you think? We've got some pictures that we can cast you in. Uh, they're a bit alternative, but if you're willing to do certain things, then I think you could uh, find some steady work. Alternative? Alternative's like my middle name. It's what I, you know, what I do. I'm all for that. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Let's get started. Let's get to start making some art together. Like, what alternative things are you talking about here? You know, like. Uh, black and white except for like certain things in color or uh, you know like a, it's oh it's a twist ending centaur, centaur pornography. pornography hardcore stuff centaur on centaur mostly okay uh, yeah okay I'm, I'm willing to i'm willing to do it it's it's a it's a it's a leg in 
Okay, great. Hoof it over to Studio C and we'll get you set up. I'll regret this. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Boy, I hope he survives the first one. <laughs> Not many do. Something you remember when you trained for years for a non-existent Olympic sport? Yes, I do, Jordan. Cloud watching. Probably my best time of my life, I would have to say, was during that training session. Most devastating time of my life, being told that cloud watching is not and will never be an Olympic sport. When I was born, my father said, son, one day you will watch the clouds at the Olympic Games. I didn't understand it at the time because he was telling me when I was a baby. But over the years, I did watch clouds. Jordan, I watched a lot of clouds. I watched a cloud that looked like a duck all the way over to a cloud that looked like a frog. Some clouds were formless. Some days there were no clouds in the sky at all, making my training very difficult. I'd have to look at pictures of clouds in books. We cut to the 2028 Summer Olympic Games. All right, and welcome back to the 2028 Summer Olympic Games held here in Manchester, England. So um, many uh, overcast days here, uh, not a lot of sun, uh, which is perfect for our new trial event of cloud watching. And here the athletes are taking to the field now. They're taking their positions. They are getting ready to go. They're lying down on their backs and... There's the whistle, and they're off. It's nice of cloud watching to use a whistle and not a whistle. A much quieter version of a similar technology invented specifically for this event. Uh, Justin Jordan, it's Dan here down on the field. I am with the Canadian watcher here, and uh, he appears to be wavering. I've seen his glance sometimes slip over to a tree, and sometimes... He's moved it all the way to the ground. So the judges are watching him closely, seeing if he takes his eyes fully off these clouds. We'll keep you updated down here. He's bound to lose some marks for that. Uh, well, how many marks do you think uh, he could lose? Well, the judges are all over the scoreboard these days. As you know, they gave a 9 to the nation of Mordor. They gave an 8 to the nation of Doomsville. And Canada has scored 3 points so far. Right. All right. Well, we're going to cut over to another Olympic event, uh, a trial Olympic uh, event now. Uh, this is the uh, Olympic event of spoon polishing. And uh, here we have we have the athletes approaching the uh, approaching the the, uh, the table. Uh, they have some Brasso uh, set up and uh, some of them are using CLR. Um, that has just uh, just recently been allowed in. Uh, we're going to go to Dan, who's there on the field. Dan, Yes, Dan, I'm down the... here on the field. There's devastating news once again for the Canadian polisher. Uh, he seems to have brought in a fork to this competition instead of a spoon, confusing the two utensils in his haste to wake up this morning. He attributes it to the time difference between Canada and England. Now we're getting a look at the judges. And yes, the Canadian competitor has been disqualified for bringing a fork to a spoon-polishing competition. There go the dreams for the Canucks. They were really, uh, they were really putting everything they had behind this guy. He was the only spoon-polisher on the Canadians, uh, the, the uh, team that qualified. So there go their hopes for a medal. Oh, Justin, Justin, sorry to break in here. Justin, back at the sport of cloud-watching here. It's Dan down on the field. 
and the nation of Mordor is having a heated contest with the judge as some smoke seems to have drifted into the field of vision of their competitor and his eyes have wandered over to the smoke instead of the cloud. So they're just trying to figure out how, how that's going to work moving forward. Smoke is a very similar substance to cloud. Uh, does that count? Well, it's hard sometimes to tell the difference between a nimbulous cumulus and a puff of smoke. One has to take years to train at a level where they can distinguish different things in the sky. For example, the Canadian competitor took a lot of time to be able to separate airplanes from clouds. Not everybody can do that. Yes, I remember the uh, Lithuanian competitor was, uh, was disqualified for watching a duck uh, fly by, thinking it was just a fast-moving cloud. Now, uh, Jordan, you also have a brand new Olympic event that, uh, that you have been following quite closely. Uh, would you tell us about that one, please? Absolutely. Cloud wrestling, where competitors will step into a squared circle and attempt to defeat a cloud in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Clouds, of course, don't have hands, so they are expected to come out on top. We're going there now. Uh, they're setting up the humidifier. <laughs> really... Really letting it build up to get a big cloud in there. Uh, who, Dan, who's the first contestant up in the cloud wrestling event? That would be the Canadian wrestler. He's going up against a humidifier cloud that is quite formidable. I've heard that this cloud has been taking in water nonstop and has not been cutting weight for this competition and still weighs in at less than a single pound. This is going to be quite the contest. Let's uh, let's go live to the, the field now. They're entering the ring now, and... Uh, Oh, the Canadian! It looks like he's trying to get a grip, but he can't quite uh, can't quite quite get a hold of the cloud. Uh, I, oof, he seems kind of stumped. Now he's just kind of standing in the middle of the of the ring, getting uh, the getting wetter and wetter as the cloud is just kind of enveloping him. We'll take a moment now for a brief commercial, so stay tuned for more from the games. <laughs> Did you remember when you wanted to become a superhero and your superhero gimmick was uh, dynamite and you uh, th thought you'd be able to fly by throwing dynamite behind you and riding the wave of the explosion if you just kept throwing dynamite behind you? Yeah, that <laughs> was a pretty fun time in my life before I lost my feet. As it turns out, dynamite is pretty explosive. Yeah. And... Uh, you can achieve some thrust. I went up a bit in the air. Uh, lost the old feet here now. I mean, without the feet, it was pretty hard for you to land after that first one. I'm like a superhero now, though, because I can't feel much pain because of all the medication. I think the other mistake, too, is when you were, you know, had the villain, you, 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 you know, you, you did your superhero catchphrase. You know, it took a little while, took too long, and, you know. And also when the dynamite explodes, not a lot of people can hear a catchphrase. Gonna be honest with you. There's some onlookers saying, what? Did he say something? I, I don't know. I think his feet are gone. A well thought out character for sure. At least that's what I think I heard over my own screams. It was hard to hear much at that moment. Well, you did stop the robbery because the, the, they were so horrified that they just, just couldn't move. Yeah, they were captivated by what they saw. I never saw a man's feet practically disintegrate before. So, uh, so good job, I guess. Thanks. We cut to the hospital. Uh, yes, this is this is him right here. This is Dynamite Man. Nurse, so uh, if you'll begin the bandaging of his feet. 
Uh, but doctor, I don't, I mean, I don't see any feet just kind of do singe stumps. Shut up. Shut up, nurse. Shut up. I also can't feel them. Shut up. Shut up, dynamite man. Shut up. We can't let this city believe that dynamite man has no feet. Do you know what would happen? You even understand the wave after wave of crime that would be unleashed on this city. If criminals thought for even one second that dynamite man had no feet anymore. They're for sure gone. Like there's not even a scrap of them left. No, they're not gone. Ow. They're still right there at the end of your legs where they always were. I, I'm hoping that that's a tickling on my foot that I feel and not the cauterizing of my bloody stump. Because it sure smells like cauterizing. You don't smell nothing. I see a large flame. Nope. Northern Lights. Nurse, are you all right? Can't we just give him some prosthetic feet or something? I mean, can't we? Criminals would smell those out in a heartbeat. He'd jump up. He'd go to do his famous catchphrase, Dynamite Man, away I go. Watch my bomb explode, explode, explode. And then what would happen? His feet would melt away because they're plastic now? I mean, that's what happened here with his real feet, I guess, as well, but... Wait, what if he just gets a shorter catchphrase? Or what if instead of using a catchphrase and using dynamite to fly, what if he just throws the dynamite at the criminals? I mean, what if he just changes his tactics? It's such a good catchphrase. Didn't you see the enjoyment that he said it with? The whole city loves that catchphrase. Uh, I wish people could have heard it when I had that incident trying to fly. You flew perfectly. We cut to the mayor's office. Hello, Dynamite Man. Thank you for being here today. Hello, Mayor. We face a grave threat in the city. Me and the city planner here are about to tell you about the grave threat this city faces. Yes. Okay. I'm ready to hear it. Captain Mole is, uh, is uh, threatening to, uh, to dig a tunnel around our entire city and pull it underneath the earth. I guess he, he really likes uh, the way our streets are laid out and wants it to be his capital and his mole kingdom. That's oh. right. So the only way to stop him, Captain Dynamite, is with you and your, your dynamite. It's Dynamite Man. Don't insult him. He's the best superhero we've got in this city. Fear not, gentlemen. I will stop this villain from harming the city as soon as I put on my shoes. Oh, my God. I don't have any feet. Ah! Remember when you went to the comedy club and you bombed? I do remember when I went to the comedy club. And I do remember when I bombed, um, you know, I just, I just, I thought it would be really funny to go up there and just, you know, you know how, uh, you know, I wanted to keep it topical, right? So, you know how all these school shootings are in the news. I thought, you know, what if I do a bit based on that? So, you know, I came in there, I had explosives, I had guns, I, right. you know. Yeah, no, the, the bit, the bit didn't really come across. I mean, it was incredibly realistic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, as a member of the audience, or as we're being called survivors. No, I think, uh, I think it was just too hip for the room, is what it was. I, you know, I, they didn't get there. This was satire, you know. And when the cops came in and I was tased, uh, no pleasing some people. We cut to Justin at a family reunion. Hey, cousin. I saw you were on the news. You're, you're telling me that you're doing comedy and I see you in a bell tower with a rifle. Well, yeah, you know what? I just wanted my comedy to, to, uh, to branch out to more people, right? I mean, 
So yeah, the, the new bit that I've devised is uh, I go up to a bell tower with a rifle and uh, I shoot just kind of right beside someone, you know, to get their attention. And when they look up, hit them with the punchline, you know, hit them with a, a, a relatable story about uh, how uh, how brain freeze is, you know, really annoying or airline food is, is awful or. You know how uh, how when you're driving down the highway and you're you're in a traffic jam and a bug goes past you and you're like what what the heck I mean I'm driving and the bug's going faster than me you know like you know really clever bits like that I don't find any of that relatable I've never experienced those things but hey I'm glad to hear that you're doing well with your career if you want to come see me I'm I'm actually going to do a show uh, show later today oh is that why you have the Uzi with you. Yeah, I do. I mean, I would say there's this rich heiress that is uh, arriving at the social event. So what I'm going to do, and there's always cameras and people watching her, right? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to run in there, I'm going to grab her, so all those cameras are pointing at me, and then I'm going to do some of uh, some of my bits, you know? I'm going to be wearing a mask, um, because, you know, I want, I want that man of mystery kind of vibe. Uh, maybe pull her inside a building and wait till someone phones me so I can, you know, do some bits over the phone. You know, get a wide range of people. That's a great idea. Are you going to do another special? Because I didn't watch your last one, but I heard about it where you fill this van full of fertilizer and then you drive to a building. That was actually part of my day job. I, I'm a fer- fertilizer delivery person. Oh, so that was actually completely incidental. But for some reason, a lot of cameras showed up. So I took the opportunity and just, you know, started doing uh, started doing my bits, started doing my bit about how, um, you know, like, uh, like hangnail can be really painful or how, uh, you know, wives drive you crazy, you know, like stuff like that. Love my wife. She doesn't drive me crazy at all. Never had a hangnail either. Nails, perfectly smooth. I don't know who your stuff is for. I'm sure it's for someone, but it's not for me. Just thought it was experiences that everybody had. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should branch out, do some more, uh, more interesting bits. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? what's popular now? These like pop-up shows. You know what I should do? Oh, I, I can't believe I've never thought of this. You know what I should do? I should buy a ticket for an airplane, right? And uh, I should sneak aboard like um, like a box cutter or something like that. You know, just sneak it onto the plane. We cut aboard Flight 44. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> Remember when you tried to be nefarious, but all your schemes were like not that nefarious? Yeah. I tried to build up a reputation, you know, a lot of nefariosity. But it turns out I don't have much of a mean bone in my body, really. So it was like, you know, well, I'll make sure all these hamburgers are slightly overcooked. <laughs> Get people, you know, where the, these fries got a little bit too much salt on them. Not quite enough to complain, but just enough to ruin them a little bit for whoever eats them. Or these sodas just slightly too watery we cut to a popular fast food restaurant uh excuse me hi uh yes i i don't mean to complain i i normally don't do this um as a public figure i mean you may recognize me i'm the green lantern as a public figure i don't really like to complain in that but just i found this soda just a slightly too watered down Security guard, security guard, this guy's he's saying something about a watered down soda, and I'm afraid that he's going to, like, come at me. What? 
No, no, I'm just trying to just let you know. Hey, hold on, uh, well, hold on there, sir. Hold on there, sir. You are dressed kind of strangely. You're wearing all green spandex, it looks like, there, and you've got a mask covering your eyes. What, take that mask off. Who are you? I can't take my mask off. It's a secret identity. That's the whole point. I just stopped a bank robbery. I was hungry. I came in here to get a burger and some fries and a, a soft drink. I just think that maybe uh, maybe you're running out of your soda mix. Maybe it just, it just has to be replaced. All right, move along, sir. Get out of here. Come on, move along. Move along. I get it. He wants me to go check the soda mix so he can empty out the register. Yeah, I, I see what's happening here, too. Seen that oh, trick Rob, the register. I just, I'm just saying the soda is a bit watery, okay? I, it's just a little watered down. Right, right. And I go back there to check the soda pumps, and you hit me over the head with a brick. First of all, I am a renowned superhero with a power ring. I don't need to hit you over the head with a brick. Yeah, where'd you get that ring from? It's a long story, but basically it, an alien died and gave it to me because I had to protect this sector of the galaxy. You got that off a corpse, is what I'm hearing. No, it's a corpse when I got there. I mean, he was dying because of a spaceship crash. Oh, it wasn't a corpse when you got there, but after you left, you made sure he was dead, huh? I hear what you're doing. Look, I, look, I don't have time to go over this. I, I have to get back to the tower. I just wanted to let you know that the soda machine, the soda was a bit watery, okay? I mean, maybe... Oh, I better go I better go check it and maybe leave this cast register open so somebody doesn't hit me over the head with a brick. Yeah, whoops, and I'm just a stupid security guard asleep at the job. Shh. Shh. Do you think we were born yesterday here? Look, there's no robbery happening. I just wanted to let you know your soda That's machine. right, there's not, pal. Not while I'm here. He's got pepper spray. Fine, whatever. I, could I just have an apple pie to go, please? I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Oh, I get it. I get it. I go to grab the apple pie, and my back is turned, and suddenly there's a brick hitting me in the head. I will deploy the pepper spray if I have to, sir. You don't grab apple pies. People order apple pies, don't they? Some of them. Yeah, I guess so. Look, here's the money. Here, right here. I'm gonna put it on the counter. Just for an apple pie, please. Yeah, like I'm gonna grab that money. Come on, pal. As soon as I go for that money, you're going to stick a knife in my hand, pinning my hand to the desk, and then you're going to demand the money out of the register. Why would I do that? Why would, like, why would, look, there's a bank right across the street. Hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't go robbing no banks, pal, okay? I spoiled a robbery at the bank. I'm just saying that if someone's going to rob something, why would they not rob the bank where there's millions of dollars? Why would they come in here and rob your cash register? Because it's so much less suspicious. Nobody's going to worry about a teller at a fast food restaurant when there's a bank across the street. Can I, can I get an apple pie or not? Like, I just want an apple pie to go, okay? Give him the apple pie. Okay, okay. Take it, take it, buddy. Just take it, okay? You happy take now? whatever you want. Huh, you happy? You made this poor man scared? I, I, I don't, look, I don't mean to scare anybody, okay? Look, I'm a superhero, okay? Oh, I yeah, sure. People. Sure, sure. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what they all think, right? We had this guy come in here the other day talking about how he had laser vision and he could freeze people with his breath and stuff. It's like, do you know how terrifying that experience was? We're constantly getting terrorized by you people in here. Yeah, people used to respect us enough. They used to respect us enough to tell us that they had a gun or something simple. But now they come in making these vague threats about being able to freeze us with their breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, you're, you're right down the street from the Justice Tower, okay? It's a convenient place to come for lunch. Superheroes are going to come in here. You know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And some of us dress weird. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. And if they don't, you're going you're gonna to smash us with a hammer that you wished into existence. You know what? Okay, whatever. I'm just going to take my pie. 
you have the money for the pie, and I'm just going to go. Okay, take it. I'll put the pies in a bag. Okay, put, put them in a bag. In a bag. Take whatever you want. Put the money in a bag. I don't want the money. I gave you money. Stop! What are you doing? I don't want any money. I paid for the pie. I just want to take the pie. You got the pie now. I hope you're happy. I'm not overly. Last week, a guy came in here wearing a normal business suit. And then suddenly there was a flash of light in the sky. And next thing you know, he's got this suit ripped off. He's got this other whole crazy suit underneath it. He's whipping these boomerangs around. And it's like you can't even trust a person who looks just like a human anymore. Okay. All right. You know, okay, whatever. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to go. going to go. I, I got to get back to the Justice League. If it bothers you so much, I'll let everybody there know not to come here to order lunch anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that'll do us a big favor. That won't be Try known to destroy as the, our business. Yeah, huh? the store that banned the superheroes will have picketers out front. You are aware that we are superheroes. You are aware that we are superheroes then. You've heard of superheroes. Evil people can cloak themselves in good deeds so yeah. that when they do something awful, no one looks at that's them. That's right. So you're out there. Okay, so fine. You foil a bank robbery. That's great. But next thing you know, you're in here pinning my friend's hand to the counter with a knife, taking all the money from the, the register. So we, you're, you know, we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. If we don't come back here, we're bad guys because we're, we're not coming back here and supporting your business. Ah, so you admit you're bad, bad guys. guys. Admitted. Caught him. I have to go. Okay, thank you for the pie. Have a lovely day. You too. Recommend us to your friends, okay? Do you remember when you were putting bees inside of pinatas instead of candy? I do remember that, yes. It was a throwback to an earlier time in my life where I had constructed a beehive out of paper mache and left it in my home, hoping to have bees there over the summer. And then a friend of mine, whenever he came by, I would make a buzzing sound with my mouth to try to fool him into believing there were bees just in case. When I even fed him, went so far as to feeding him mustard in place of honey to continue the ruse. But yeah, no, now I fill pinatas with, with bees because I'm, just, I'm so rich in bees now. Before I used to be bee poor, but now I, have to, I can spare them. It's not a problem anymore. Before I was like, oh, I got none, but now I got plenty. The improv is complete. You have seen it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the people that send in suggestions. Yeah, check out uh, goodimprov.com as well. We've got some old episodes on there. We've got uh, some funny, funny little articles and stuff. And uh, yeah, links to all the other stuff that we're doing. Have a nice day, everyone. 